Welcome back, everybody, to American West History and Lore. I am indeed your host, Paul Workman, and want to give a big shout-out to everyone checking out this episode today. On this show, we will be talking about the Wolf Ranch in Utah, but before we delve into that, I want to give a big shout-out to a new friend of the show, Mr. Steve Blizzen, who hosts a great podcast entitled The Drift and Ramble Podcast. Now, if you're listening to this show, I assume you are a lover of American Western history. That is exactly the topic of Steve's show. He presents it in a fun, entertaining fashion, and you can really tell he enjoys producing the show. The audio is great, and the music is fantastic as well. So do yourself a favor and go subscribe to the Drift and Ramble podcast on iTunes, and go give his Facebook page a like as well. I'm sure he would very much appreciate it. All right, without further ado, let's get on with the show. Alright guys and gals, so here's a question for you. Do you ever sit and wonder what life would be like if not for modern technology? I mean, think about it. There's so much technology that most of us probably don't give two thoughts about it most of the time. Turning on a TV, swiping through our smartphones, even the things we might consider simple, like opening a bag of potato chips. You know, what's that process like in a factory to create the bag? print on the bag, make the chips, and then seal the bag up. When we order something nowadays online, like Amazon for instance, most people are prime subscribers, which means you typically receive free two-day shipping if you order through them. We live in a fast-paced, quote-unquote, we-want-it-now, technologically-driven society, and oftentimes I try to take a step back and think, what was it like living a 100-plus years ago when people actually had to wait for things or had to fix things themselves. I think that the history of John Wesley Wolf and his Wolf Ranch can give us just a tiny bit of insight into what that was actually like. John Wesley Wolf was a Civil War veteran who, in 1898, left Edna, Ohio with his son Fred, leaving behind his wife and three other children in order to seek out a more dry climate. Just north of a small settlement in Utah known as Moab, which was established in 1878 and incorporated in 1902, was an area that had fresh water and plenty of grass for livestock, called Salt Wash, where John and Fred decided to settle there and obtained over 100 acres of land, which today is actually in Arches National Park. Now, a lot of folks might wonder, what's wrong with a person when they up and decide to move to a deserty area in Utah. But the fact is, Utah is a diverse, beautiful place, and the majority of the U- of Utah, I would say, is more of a wet desert. Chances are, if you've never been to Arches National Park and the Moab area, but you've seen pictures, it looks hot, but the area does get decently low temps during the winter, as well as snow. So the climate might not be as bad as one might think. Anyway, John and Fred built a small little cabin there that would suit them from 1898 to 1906, and during that time, they dammed the wash for irrigation purposes, grew all sorts of garden items such as pumpkins, melons, and root vegetables. Now, remember what I mentioned previously about being a we-want-it-now type of society? 
Well, here's an example of the waiting game that folks back in the day had to play. John and Fred would order staple groceries from the Sears, Roebuck, and Co. catalog. Staple groceries, you know, for them, I presume, would be flour, rice, corn. Not exactly sure what they were ordering. But from the time they put their order in, it would take about three months to receive the items. Not to mention the pickup location for their goods was a day's wagon trip away at the Thompson Springs Railroad Station. I'm not certain how they did their ordering, but if it was me, I'd be making another order as soon as I picked the new batch up. Now, as I said, John and Fred lived in that first cabin until 1906. This was when John's daughter, Flora, and her husband and two children made the trek out west and decided to set up camp with old dad. Flora wasn't too happy with the shelter that that John and Fred had built, so she insisted that they build her a new cabin, specifically one with wooden floors and real windows. Along with the new cabin, they also built a root cellar and a corral. Two years later, in 1908, Flora and her family, I suppose, decided to leave that uncivilized life behind and move to nearby Moab. John and Fred joined them for a short time as well, before heading back to Ohio in 1910, and there John stayed until his death in 1913, at the age of 84. Now, as I mentioned previously, the Wolf Ranch sits within the property of Arches National Park in Utah, an amazing place to visit. I've been there a couple times and have seen the remains of the of the wolf's dwellings. Though the original cabin that John and Fred built when they arrived in the area is gone due to destruction by flood, the new cabin commissioned by Flora actually still stands. So if you're ever in the area, head down to Arches National Park. It's a great way to spend a few days and it's a beautiful area. And you see a lot of, a lot of history in the area. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode of American West History and Lore. Show notes and references can be found at mysteryandhistory.blogspot.com. If you have any show subject requests, questions, or simply just want to say hi, feel free to send me an email at thepkworkman at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-P-K-W-O-R-K-M-A-N at gmail.com. Also, I would love to hear your feedback on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Whatever platform it is you listen on, would love to see a nice rating and review if you feel so inclined. Take care, guys, and we'll catch you next time.